Hello, everyone. This is Adam Chemielewski, the number 187th ranked theremin player in the United States of America. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Matt Pagel, and I'm the number four ranked Gangnam Style dance instructor in the USA. <laughs> and this is The Occasionalists. <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on. What, go back to yours. What was... What? The 187th ranked theremin player. The, the hell world. is theremin? This sounds familiar. Okay, so the theremin is that instrument that when you see it, it looks like a stand-up metal rod, and people play it like with their fingers from like three feet away. Gotcha. It's like it's like a sound wave manipulation instrument and everything. Gotcha. Yeah, like um, I'm particularly. I've seen people do it and it's really cool. I've seen people do it when it's really lame, but nothing will ever compare to. Trey Anastasio from Fish, when he joined Oysterhead and added a theremin in the form of an antler to the end of his guitar. That is genius. Ooh, very interesting. Now I know what I'm going to be doing after this episode. I'm going to be like Googling theremin, like <laughs> looking for theremin yeah. videos and shit. Yeah, like you could see people that like know the instrument and they're able to push it to its extreme. And believe me, when you see some of these videos, you'll realize like how far that might not necessarily be. But there are times where people like I think think that they're being cool with it. Like it's some kind of future tech. I mean, it's definitely technologically and futuristic in terms of just click picking up and playing the guitar. Mm -hmm. But um, you see people do it and it's just like epic fail, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> All right. Um, so here we are with our last our last January uh, Unknown Challenge episode of the month. It's a little mini-sode. Uh, we're just going to catch up on some of the things that we didn't get to um, in the last episode, um, simply because there just wasn't time to do all of it um, at that point in time. However, I think at this point, with a couple of excep exceptions here, Chema, we have like basically completed everything, correct? Yeah, I, got, I think I'm missing... Three or four, but yeah, pretty much everything. Right, I'm missing a couple too, but they're they're easy to remedy, basically. So they're not. It's really not like it's they're missing at this point yet. But um, yeah, so once again, we did our um, we did a, we did the challenges of our five ancestral tenets: mind, body, spirit, community, and consumerism. And so we're just going to go back and we're going to catch up here on the things that we missed. So let's start at the top here uh, with one of our. Um, with one of our body challenges that you weren't able to complete, it's the 100 or more, three or less. And it was 100 or more bench reps, uh, 100 or more, I believe it was a bent over barbell rows or like a seated row, either way. And then mm -hmm. uh, a bicep and a tricep workout. And you got to do 100, 100 or more reps in three sets or less. So how did, how did this go for you? All right, dude. So out of the four exercises, I completed three of them no problem the bench was i mean when i say no problem believe me there was effort there but three <laughs> of them were done the bench one is the one i still need to complete because there was just an epic fail on my part there was um i'll start off with let's start off with the positives here <laughs> so i did this in a really cool kind of way so like because we were recording on thursday nights there was a like six day workout period where i you know had to do this challenge. I got my booster on Sunday and um, I was actually fine with the exception of a little soreness in the arm, completely fine. So I had a positive experience for everybody out there. I hope, I hope yours was good. <laughs> um, so what I did was I started doing like what I would consider the challenges on 
Monday and I did a series of kind of like practice sets and practice reps and all that leading up to me doing the challenge. So for the bicep and tricep ones, those were the ones I feel that I was like the most prepared on. And with the biceps, like I, um, you know, I basically just kind of started small, like just even just moving my hands back and forth and a lot of times, <laughs> like just over and over again, just to kind of remember that, hey, buddy, you're going to be in it for a while. And then um, I kind of started with some fives. I practiced on 20s and I did all of those were great. And then I used 30s for the actual challenge. And I got to say, man, like, whoo. All right. Now I know that I'm nowhere near as strong as you in anything. I can 100% admit that. And like, I did your suggestion of just going all out like the first set and then just kind of using the other two sets to get to where you you know mm -hmm. get to a hundred about 50 or so reps on thirties. Like I was, you know, muscles were, they were definitely on fire. Um, but I will tell you like, I felt, I still feel that I could do more and I'm going to revisit this topic again, but like I completed some of these and I just feel that like I could do a lot more. So mm -hmm. like thirties I did, um, I might even try like doing it with a 35 or something like that. Cause this is a really, this is a really great, like number one, just in terms of a workout, this idea is fantastic. And so, um, I managed to do, uh, one set of 50, uh, one set, I had like two sets of 30, Two thirty-three. So, like, I got I got over on the bicep. Oh, nice! Got like a hundred and yeah. hundred and fifteen. Yeah, like in in that range and Very stuff nice. like that, dude. So that was so that was great. What um, um, out of curiosity, what type of uh, bicep workout? I was doing a hammer curl. Hammer curl. Yeah, yeah. So there's with about. I, I would I would say that that's that's a good choice. Um, mm -hmm. Simply because like you get a little extra help from your forearm, so like you don't your bicep doesn't tire out as doesn't tire out as quickly. Yeah, I, I feel, just my own personal opinion, that the hammer curl is the easiest one of the dumbbell curls to control weight-wise. Like, when they're out to your side, I don't feel like I have as oh, much sure. control over the weight. So, like, um, doing about a – I didn't go, like, to the full, like, lockout. I went probably anywhere from 70 to – 80% down and then back up and stuff okay. like that. So, so that was, um, that's what I did for hammer curls. The tricep exercise I did complete. This one was a little bit more difficult because I did this one about 10 to 15 minutes after the, the curls. Oof. So I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should have waited. I like the other ones I did in multiple days. This one was just the one that like I condensed down into one workout session I went with um, a cable pushdown with 40 um, pounds on it, and I got I got 100. I, I did a set of 45, and then um, splitting up the so it would be 55 after that, like 30, and then 25 or something like that. So I got to 100, okay. and believe me, I was feeling the burn on that. Yeah. especially yeah, that was the tricep extension for me, because like I, I cover like a lot of range that is one of the most effective tricep workouts for me is the, is the cable push down skull crushers. Like I, I feel the burn. It, it takes a, a little bit longer for me to like kind of feel the burn, but with, ca with cable uh, push down, I seem to be getting a burn like 
almost like three or four reps, like no matter how much weight I do, it's just that motion is, um, a real like tricep exercise for me. Gotcha. Um, the rowing one, I used a sit down hammer style rowing machine at my gym. Is it like one of the ones you load plate up, plates on? Exactly. Yes. yes yeah. I, I did the same thing. Yeah. So, yep. Okay. So this one, I'll tell you, I started off by doing, um, just no weights, just getting my body used to that motion over and over again. Cause my original plan was to do a, um, a bent over row and the build, my building, when I went to do this, somebody was using the machine and then I had to go back to work. And then I went to the gym and like the bent over rows, um, at the gym, like the, the bars, I, I just, there's something about the, the way that this particular bar flows on its track that I, I just, I don't know. It almost feels like I'm getting a little bit like too, too much help. And it's, it's, it's weird. It's a feeling thing, dude. Like when I do, when I pick up a regular barbell and do um, a bent over row, which I wasn't able to do at the gym because of things are being used. So, um, when I did this, I feel like when you're just doing a regular barbell with weights on it, it's way harder to do than this particular like barbell on a track that you could turn uh, and like for, for spotting and stuff. It's it's way way harder. Um, and the the really the only reason why I didn't I didn't try it when I when I was doing it is because I forgot my belt. And just for me, I've I've, I've injured my back pretty badly before, so yeah. for me being sort of crouched in that position without like additional support for mm -hmm. what would be a lot longer than I would normally be crouched over doing barbell rows. I was just yeah. kind of like, you know what? Like I'm either going to have to go, I'm going to end up going too light mm -hmm. and it would, you know, it would defeat the purpose of this. So yeah. to, you know, yeah. to save my back. So I was like, let's just sit down and do it. It's just going to be easier for the, for the purpose of this particular challenge. It's going to be easier mm -hmm. on my back and I can put more weight on it. Yeah. I gotcha. I totally gotcha. And like the, so like once I, once I kind of realized like that the, the, the barbell on the track wasn't a good option, the regular barbells in the gym were being used. I opted for the, the hammer rowing machine. And this one, this is one, like I did, um, I, I started off with nothing, went to a plate and then I did like, I did about 40 reps with just a plate on each side. And so like I was getting ready to, um, to begin the challenge with a plate and a 10 on each side. And like, turns out that like, this is one that I completed, but like I, when I got done, I kind of felt that I could do more, mm -hmm. you know, like, and so like, we're probably looking at like 60 total pounds that they, they give you a start weight or something like that, which is like 10 pounds. And which right. I'm, which somehow I feel something is lost there. It feels like I wasn't really doing 60 pounds and compared to like a, a dumbbell or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I opted to go just for my own, like sake, just decided to throw like a 25 on there. And like, I started doing a couple reps and like, that's when like some of this like fatigue, like really hit. That's when like my muscles were just like, Ooh, okay. Now mm -hmm. you're on fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like, cause I, I just done like, you know, probably like 160, I did 160 reps total in between like the, just the plate and nothing and, and the right. challenge and everything. So, um, that's one I'm definitely going back to because like, I know I can do more. And the thing is, is that when, when I work out, I normally don't go like that high a reps. So 
these first three, there was a lot of like psychology involved. It's almost like at some point in time, it's going to, you know, you're just going to start to like feel really burned or it's going to just kick it. And, you know, like, and there was a lot of burn there, dude. Like I'm like, I was body was on fire for every one of these reps, but like, I feel with that one, I could do a little bit more. So I'm going to make another opportunity to do it whenever, my, whenever I go to LA fitness next. Right. Um, I can real, real quickly. I can tell you the, whenever you do one of those plate loaded machines, Mm-hmm. I, I I don't even I don't even consider myself with the starting weight like it's it's pretty unimportant. Um, right. The the reason why I mean one it's just whatever I mean it's just the weight of the of the arm or whatever apparatus it is, but because it's because it's on a fixed essentially a fixed path you know it's on it's on an axle so it's on a fixed yeah. path. You're you're taking out all of the other stabilizer muscles that you'd use otherwise. So yes. when you do when you if. If this versus a barbell, you know, bent over barbell row, um, your back, your lower back has to stabilize, your forearms and shoulders have to stabilize. Like it's 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 much harder. Um, your yeah. hands do a little bit more work, obviously, especially when you're doing the bent over one because you're fighting gravity more directly. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one does take away. It takes away all of the state. Most that's the thing with all machines. They take away your stabilizer muscles, so you can push a little heavier, do a few more reps, whatever. Um, yeah, I would always encourage people to do a mix of, um, you know, barbells, free weights and machines for like additional work. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you can, and because of that, show me, you'd be surprised at how much more you can do when, when you are using, uh, those plate loaded machines or even like the regular, you know, the stacks with the, with the pins, um, right, right. you can, you can overload a little bit. And that's usually what I do on a lot of, on a lot of those machines. Just do a little yeah. overload. Dude, you could, I'm telling you, <laughs> the the difference on some of those machines for me is like astronomical. I mean, you could like, you could really feel it like in terms of when you, in some of the weights that that I, that I do and stuff. And like this one, um, I'm even like considering maybe even trying it with doing a barbell, just like a freestanding barbell row. Um, but that might have to wait a little bit because my back's a little sore, which we'll get into um, a little bit later on. It has yeah. nothing to do with the challenge. Uh, so, the, so this was, brings me to the epic fail, um, last and definitely least, was the benching. So for benching, I spent a couple of days doing like some reps at like 135. Wasn't getting any high reps there. So I, I lowered it down to um, 110, like a 35 on each side. Mm-hmm or like 25 and a 10. Cause there's like no 35 pound weights in any gym in LA. It's a one, uh, 115, 115, 115. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 115. So, um, I was practicing on that up from like a Monday, Tuesday. And I did that part today. I did the benching today. And I got to tell you that is by far, that was by far and away the hardest one for me. Mm-hmm. That one, I, I did not get that at all. I fell like even 20 reps shy of the, of the hundred. Like this was epic fail. And when, um, I was, when I was practicing and stuff, I wasn't like, I should be, have been going all out, like just trying to like grind it out. But instead I was doing like, like 30 reps at a time, just trying to, you know, get myself prepared well, yeah, like psychologically, like since I didn't really go all out, like 30 reps, everything started to really like kick in. And not only was the psychology, but like I, my chest and everything was on fire. So this was like a Jesus Christ. This was like a, uh, a what would it be like a 30, 30, 20 or something like that. I mean, this, this was this was not like my 
most impressive out of the entire challenge. And like, I was just surprised that how much you were on fire so soon, your second and third sets, mm-hmm. like the, the first set, like, you know, the, the heat and everything kicks in, like, you know, some for me, like maybe around the middle, like between rep 15 and 20. And then like <clears throat> the second and third set, the first two reps, like they felt really easy. And I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to rock this out. And then by rep four, I was like, where the hell did that heat come from? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was, um, that was my epic fail. So I managed to complete 75% of the challenge with the aspiration to do more and one epic fail with the aspiration to do more. So what was it? You got to like 80 then on the bench, roughly speaking? Yes. That's dude. I'm telling you right now, next time you're at the gym, take just quickly take stock of the people benching and you'll mm-hmm. see a lot of dudes do the, do the fucking men's health magazine three by eight on bench and then they're done you've already quadrupled what they do in a, in a typical workout yeah that's i'm telling you man this challenge in terms of a workout is f- fucking incredible like i i still think like my arms like still feel like on the tighter side from the um buy and try challenge from uh monday and stuff like that i mean this mm-hmm. was like rep wise, like, like this is fantastic. I mean, like this is something to, to definitely like continue on and stuff for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't have to do it. Like I would, I would definitely not recommend you do this every single day. You are going, going after we get done with the podcast. (laughs) I mean, like if you want for sure, go for it. Um, but you know, you're, you're going to wear yourself out really quickly, but like the, the kind of the, the kind of the point is like, not that like I was like trying to teach you or me a lesson necessarily, but I, I remember hearing this quote uh, a while ago, and it always stuck with me. And but you can apply it beyond this. The, the original quote was um, about working out was that your legs lie, you know, your legs lie to you. Um, yeah. They can always do more after you're done with a full leg routine. You could go run because your legs. Mm-hmm. You don't really give your legs enough credit. They carry you around all day long. So right. they're much stronger than you realize, but you can apply that to all of your muscles. Um, your muscles are much stronger than your brain a lot of times is telling you. Um, you can, you know, as long as you can sort of get through that, that, like you said, like that first like psychological barrier of like what it feels like, you suddenly realize that like, no, my chest and my arms are much stronger than this, that I can keep going. Even if it's only yeah. for a few extra, there's a few extra there. And I think that's like sort of, and we'll probably, we'll definitely get to this when we talk about the celebrity fitness one. Um, but there's like, there, the way that like, um, the way that the fitness, the, the way that fitness is presented to you, especially like weightlifting and stuff like that is presented to most people um, via magazines and, um, you know, social media is that like, you, you know, like you, you do a three by 12 or you do a three by eight. Like that's exactly what you have to do. Well, no, you got to figure it out for yourself because maybe 12 isn't enough. Eight isn't enough. Um, like, whatever. Maybe the three sets aren't enough and you need to do five. You need to do six. Like, you are you are much – every person, basically, is much stronger than some beginner's workout in men's health or Cosmo or something. Yeah. I will tell you, dude, like, after doing this particular challenge, I kind of feel that some of those workouts – are really like selling people short. I mean, like even three sets of eight, like, or even three sets of five, like that's, 
that's not going to do much for anybody unless you're doing like a shit ton of fucking weight right. and stuff. A, you a, know? Three, a, a three sets of five I'll do every now and then. Um, it's usually usually more like a five by five for me. But like if I do a three sets of five on something like bench or bent over rows, it's heavy. It, mm-hmm. Like there's no other reason for me to go to do that if it's not really, really heavy. Right. Exactly. Yeah, dude, for sure. And I'm telling you, like you see a lot of people in the gym that are that are like doing this stuff. And like one thing that really gets me is these people who are just naturally hot and fit, like they could do that crap. And it's just like they almost get more beautiful after doing a shitty workout. It really bugs me, man. We have a I lot know. Of that I know. Some, <laughs> I know. It's it, it is what it is. But, you know, it's I, I take the, the thing that I take sort of. um that I sort of like having is this, is that like, so my gym is, um, my gym is definitely more of a bodybuilding gym than mm-hmm. it is like a powerlifting or, or, you know, strength athlete gym. And I take, I take pride in the fact that there's a bunch of, I mean, there's a ton of like, I, there's like some IB, IBF pro, uh, bodybuilders. I have, excuse me, IFBB pro bodybuilders that go to my gym. There's some other amateur bodybuilders that go to my gym that have won stuff. And like, sure, like they they're in, in incredible shape. I could pick them up and throw them through the fucking front doors if I wanted to. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, like you're you're a force, dude. You're a big ass guy. That's for sure. <laughs> Try, try. You know what though? But there's always someone bigger. That's that's sort of my mentality. There's always someone bigger, so I got to get up to that next level. Right. <laughs> um, so did we? I know we. Um, I know we kind of kicked this around a little bit. So I'll just touch on it real quickly once one more time. Um, you were going to do more core work. Um, yeah. In, incorporating your workouts. Have you um, Have you started on that yet? Like in, in particular, like with a with a more of a plan. Oh, bro, I am like doing way more squats, whether it's air squats, goblet squats, um, oh, excellent. Even, excellent. even adding a, like a just kind of an unofficial day where it's just me and like a plate on each side doing some squats and stuff like that. I working on doing more like mountain climbery, Spider-Man climbery type stuff. It's just some of the body weight stuff is it's just a little bit difficult for me, like as all body weight exercises seem to be. They're, they're hard for everyone. To, to stuff again, but um, I am working on doing a lot more core stuff. But I, I'll tell you, man, like if I, there's, I guess, I know that like a lot of the difficult exercises and the ones that we don't want to do are the ones that are like the most effective and stuff. But like, I actually like doing air and goblet squats and everything like that. Like, so by doing more of these, it's just like, it just feels like better than just like getting on the floor and doing a bunch of like crunches or something like that. Like I I feel afterwards, like, you know, more, more worked out in terms of like the full body, even just from doing a hundred air squats. No, for for sure. A hundred percent for sure. I'm telling you, just throw in, throw in like 135 pound deadlifts. And as you're Mm -hmm. doing them, like really focus in on locking your, locking your abs up. And oh, that's good. Tell me how you feel afterwards. Trust me, they will feel worked. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try to get to the gym. Like, I'm gonna get to LA Fitness. Um, I'm gonna do some cardio stuff tomorrow, but I'm gonna go, go there over the weekend. And I intend to do a couple of deadlifts. My, it's the back, which we'll get to here in a little bit. Too. Oh, okay. So yeah, this whole thing ties together. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. So I, um, I did, um, I did, I did find a stretching routine that I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to basically incorporate uh, next week. Um, but I have been like in the, in the past couple of days, I have been 
just doing sort of, it, I'll call it unorganized stretching. It's mostly like pain relief stretching. Again, I have, a, I have a bad back that I have to kind of keep loose. So I've been doing more of that as well as some like upper body stretching that I don't normally do. Getting my shoulders looser, getting my, you know, rotating, getting my elbows a little bit, my wrists a little bit more flexed. Um, but I did find a routine that is sort of, it's, you really don't need to like, there's not that many like different unique stretches you can do, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, you're, you're either stretching your hamstrings or you're not, you're either stretching your, your, your groin or you're not what like, so that it's not really super complex. It's a lot of the stuff that we did like playing sports when we were growing up, mm-hmm. but it is sort of like, there are some like new wrinkles in it to like get the most, you know, to benefit your hips more, benefit your lower back more, you know, benefit like getting your obliques loose and stuff like that. Like it's underrated. So there is mm-hmm. just like a, it does, it goes into a little bit more detail and there's a little bit more um, variety in it, but it's basically think about the stretches. If you, if anyone out there played sports growing up, it's a lot of those kind of stretches in this program. So I'm yeah. actually kind of excited to do, and it's only, I mean, you only got to do it for like 10 minutes. It's not, right. it's, you know, it's not like you have to, I'm not doing a full blown 45 minute yoga class. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's fucking awesome, dude. Anything to, uh, loosen up that body, you know, make yourself a little bit like just better in terms of being more stretched out. I'm all for it. For sure. For sure. All right. Um, celebrity fitness routines. Did you, um, how did, how did we do with this one? Okay. So here's where the back comes in. Okay. Play. I, I did two different workouts. Um, Mainly, okay, what I wanted to do was try to find a multi-day regiment type thing. After going through a couple of videos that I found in this men's health magazine, it seemed like everything was more just like one day stuff. So I'm like, okay, I'll do a couple of just like one workout type mm-hmm. thing, like whatever they show me in the video. I originally was going to do Keanu's workout for John Wick. However, there's the video is very, very like not motivating because the fitness instructor had the guitar player from the strokes, Albert Hammond jr. As like the test subject. And I just couldn't really get excited about working out, watching a member of the strokes workout. I just couldn't do it. Yes. I understand. I, I, (laughs) you want, do you want like, you want the action star, even like, even like a B movie action star, like Frank Grillo or something. Who's like fucking jacked. Like right. you want him in that video, not the guitar player from Strokes. Yeah. And like, it was all these, like, it was like body weight exercises and stuff. And like, I was just, I was like, no, I'm like, I'm just not going to do this one. So I, I'm sure Keanu did other stuff, but the available video was this body weight workout. And I'm just like, we're not having it. Albert Hammond Jr. I like your guitar playing, not feeling motivated by this. So I then opted for doing Yaya Abdul-Mateen's The Seconds workout for when he became Dr. Manhattan in Mm. Watchmen. It was also in this men's health article. And um, this workout consists of doing a clean to press. That's where the back comes in. Uh. Four four sets of eight, a superset of cable fly and incline fly, a weighted hanging hold, um, three sets of 30 seconds. And then after each hold, you do 20, um, like up, you know, bringing your knees to your, to your chest kind of reps. Mm -hmm. The 21s of with bicep curls, which um, for everybody out there, it is seven sets where you start at the bottom and bring the bar like halfway up. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the for seven reps. Then you start at the top and go down and bring it back up for seven reps. And then you do a full curl for seven reps. And then there was also, um, I think, two static holds added to the end of two sets of 21s for mm-hmm. bicep curl. Nice. And then... Um, we had battle ropes, 
Uh, always, always then, fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was, man, that was, that was a shit kicker right there as they always are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something that the video called, like, it was called like a, a 10 calorie ski something. I'm forgetting the last word in it, but so I didn't have a ski machine. So what I did was I had a cable crossover and like the ski machine is like the, like cables hanging down from this, like, yeah. Kind of, and you, you, you basically like you're thing. like you're holding ski poles. You do the, um, yeah, you pull through them that way. Yeah. So you have to do five sets of going to town on this until you burn 10 calories. So I like flip my Apple watch so I can see it and just kind of went to town on, you know, just up and down, up and down, up and down until you burn 10 calories a set or whatever. Right. So I got to tell you, this is a pretty good workout in terms of the exercise selection and the placement in the overall workout. I, I got to tell you, bro, um, I am about to be 38 years old and I don't play high school football anymore. So power cleans, um, like doing a clean motion into a press was a movement that I haven't done in a very, very, very long time. And even with like, I had, I had nothing impressive on here. This was like 85 pounds total between the barbell and like two tens on each side. Um, like flipping it up and going into the air for four sets of eight was just like quite the body shock for me. That's why I'm like, my back's not sore, but like, I'm just a little like skeptical on what I should do with it right now. Mm. Um, and, and then like, I'll tell you, like, you know, doing this like cable fly incline fly, like kind of like superset thing on a, on a cable machine, like going right from that to that, like, you know, you feel the burn and then going into this like weighted, you know, um, ab workout where you're just kind of holding your legs up that right there, like all of these combined, just, I thought put together like a pretty solid workout. Um, I don't really think that I'm trying to think of the best way to put it is that like, I think that this workout like is only good because of its like selections and stuff like that. The set numbers and everything like that aren't really that high. Mm -hmm. So like, the 21s, um, I should have been a little bit, I was using like a, like a 50 pound, like just, you know, like a easy bar and stuff. Okay. And, um, and like that, I thought I could get, could have got a little bit more burn out of it's like, it's like this dude's arms are like fucking awesome. And it's like, you're only doing two sets of 21s. Like I, I'm pretty sure there's other stuff out here, but like in terms of this workout, I thought the bicep workout could have been a little bit better. Um, where it really hits is the last two things. Like the battle ropes are number one, always like a workout. I mean, to me, no matter what, like no matter how many times I do them, it always feels like a workout. And this was a um, three sets of 30 seconds where the first 15 seconds we're doing like your up and down fast arms. And then the last 15 seconds we're doing like these body slams where you're just kind of yeah. taking the ropes and you know, going in that one motion mm-hmm. and everything kick my ass always does. And then surprisingly this, um, 10 calorie ski was on the difficult side. Turns out it takes like, you know, a little long to burn like is, 10 calories in accordance to my very difficult <laughs> so. to burn calories despite what you might think. Um, yeah. and that's why, that's why people are vastly overweight because it's very yeah. easy to put on calories and very difficult to burn them. 
Yeah, I, that was a thing that I did at the end. That was the last thing. And as a finisher, that was a pretty solid finisher, dude. Very, very solid finisher. I just, I I don't like the clean to press. And like in the video, he had this like almost like a, like a machine specifically designed to do it with plates on the side. Mm-hmm. Maybe that might make it a little bit easier, but I, I don't know. Like I just, the whole thing of doing that motion for the first time in a while, like just really kind of threw a shock to the body. So right. I really really liked his. And then, um, I also did Chris Hemsworth's little 10 minutes body weight, uh, exercise that he put online not too long ago, which is, um, it's basically doing the same thing, uh, the same sets twice. You have a, it's like 40 seconds, 20 seconds, 40 seconds, 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. And then you repeat and it's a mountain climbers rest, air squats, rest, uh, plank shoulder taps, rest, reverse lunges, rest, and then um, bicycle style sit-ups and everything. Man, this kicked my ass. <laughs> this really kicked my ass. Like body weight stuff is just a, is a demolisher for me. And like, man, even for doing something that only went 10 minutes with rest in between, I was like, I was huffing and puffing and like, just, I got to say it, this was a, um, a surprise to me. Definitely. Mm. Yeah, the the most of the body weight stuff is like again. I don't I don't think people appreciate how heavy they actually are. I don't I don't mean that from like a sense of that people are overweight. Just that, like I don't think people appreciate how much their body weighs because you don't you don't frequently move it. You know, like you don't frequently move it the, the same way that like you do when you do body weight exercises. Um, mm-hmm. That's why they're difficult. So. You know whether it's you know whether it's doing pull ups, mountain climbers, stuff where you're just using your own body weight, it's it's more difficult than you realize um, to 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 move yourself, to balance yourself, to do all that stuff. It's it's very difficult. Um, what do you, which one of of like of those of those that you kind of laid out there? Which one do you think you would like revisit the most? Okay, the one that I would revisit the most is definitely Hemsworth's. Just because it's a ten-minute thing that could be done as a warm-up, it could be done as a finisher. Mm-hmm. With Yaya's workout, okay, I love all of these, but I can't do this every day. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't find a way to work it into my regular routine. I could take elements of it and work them into my regular routine, mm-hmm. but like this particular arrangement of exercises, like it might be a cool like full body day or something like that that I do. But I, I just, I don't know, man. Like I, I feel that like it may be better to take like battle ropes, the 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 ski movements, um, the weighted hang, and, and incorporate them into other workout routines that I do. Yeah, um, that's something that you're hitting on something that I'll I'll get into here in a minute. That um, these workouts on their own, for the most part, they are very incomplete. Even mm-hmm. even the one I did, which had like four scheduled days, I think it was it might, actually it might have been even five scheduled days. Hold on, I have it right here. Let me take a quick peek. Um, it's it's kind of incomplete. Four days. Um, it's kind of incomplete, and they're 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 sort of there for a very particular purpose. Which really, when you think about it, like we're you know, think about all the people that were like the people that you pointed out. And I did just, uh, I'll get into it in more detail here. I did Michael B. Jordan's Creed routine. Oh, nice. And, you know, so think about the people that were, that we picked for this. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's so that they look aesthetically pleasing on screen. Right. And that's really what these like what these sort of celebrity routines are. They're not really not that they aren't like good um good strength elements and good good elements in the workouts that will help you long term. They're designed to like Michael 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 B. Jordan's creed routine. I don't think the average person could do this sustainably. Um, mm-hmm. Not because it's not necessarily because it's difficult. There's just so much that comes with it. Like it's it's very crowded. I'll get into it here in a second. And it's but like if you have four months to train before shooting a movie, this makes sense. Like the the Yaya Abdul Mateen workout makes sense if you're mm-hmm. trying to cram. Essentially, if you're cr- trying to cram for a test. Most right. of these celebrity workouts make sense for that. They don't make sense for what you're going to do every day for the next, I don't know, however many years of your life. Right, of course. Yeah, definitely, dude. Yeah, all the way. So, I mean, it's not to say that they're bad. They're just very, very specific. And like like what you said, take elements from them. I, I wouldn't use them. Um, I wouldn't solely use that as like, I'm just going to do the Michael B. Jordan workout. Um, because as, so I'll get into it right now. Um I one I had to combine two days because oh, interesting. they're so like the first day it's um it's chest back and arms and the first day it has you doing incline dumbbell pla- dumbbell press dumbbell fly mm-hmm. push-ups dumbbell kickbacks tricep pushdowns and dips um okay. none of those work your back so there's not really sure why it's tagged as chest back and arms so and, and because and because I just had just recently did arms, I decided to pull mm-hmm. out the the tricep stuff. So I okay. basically combined the um, I basically combined the chest workout from day one with day two covers your arms again. Which again, it's like sort of to do this two days in a row. Um, I wouldn't recommend you doing your arms two days in a row. Uh, like yeah. you need you need time off. Um, right. So I took out the arm stuff from day two and just kept the just kept the the back stuff the which they describe as lats. Of course, that's correct, but just call it your back. Um, so day two had one arm, you know, dumbbell row, um, a neutral grip pull down, uh, a bent over row. And I believe that was, yeah, those were the only, um, those were the only back workouts. So I combined the chest from day one and the back from day two. And I'll, I'll get to, I'll get into how that went here in a minute. But here's like, to me, this is like sort of, again, this is why I'll, I'll call them, sort of the the equivalent of cramming for a test because on day one dumbbell fly or dumbbell press dumbbell flies push-ups dumbbell kickback triceps push that's bench dip that's a lot that mm-hmm. is a that's a quite a bit for especially if you're like just beginning a beginner workout that's quite a bit um day two same thing i mean there's curling and stuff with the back stuff it's a lot if you're new to it day three is where this would really crush people if they're day three and day four, this is where it would really crush people if they're not into if they're not like a regular um, if they're not like a you know a, a five to six day a week gym person. There mm-hmm. are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different um, movements and par- portions to this workout. Um, Jeez, and some of them are like are you know some of them are, are weight free. Like one of them is a leg raise. We've got a reverse crunch and toe touches with on a medicine ball, this like mm-hmm. sprinter sit up, um, a kind of ideal. But I mean, it's mixed in there with squat, with Romanian deadlift, with leg curls, with leg extensions. There's a dumbbell lunge in there. Um, this is like a leg and ab circuit. That's quite a bit, uh, and I feel like a lot of it's also very repetitive. 
like mm-hmm. if you if you were just to focus on squat, Romanian deadlift, and then a couple of the a couple of the um, auxiliaries like leg curls, uh, leg extensions, and maybe like maybe just maybe even some light lunging, you get that's all done. Like you've done mm-hmm. everything else. You don't need to continue going. Day right. four is a chest a chest arms and ab circuit, and again it's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11 12 different movements that it's going to have you do. It's basically stuff from the per, from the previous 3 days crammed into a fourth day. And this is so this is again, you need to get in shape. You need to you need to look like a boxer in 3 months. This is your workout. You want something that you can do every day um mm-hmm. or you know, you want like a, a routine every week that you can do. This is definitely not it. Especially if you're newer to working out. Yeah, the whole when you get to the last two days, the amount of exercises that they throw in there just seems unnecessarily excessive for somebody that, you know, if you're not going to be training to be a a flawless boxer guy in a movie and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the weird thing that I like, I guess like the thing that I'm having trouble getting over is like these pairings and stuff. Like when you say, I know that like the, the chest back, tricep day or whatever there was no back muscles in there but they're probably you know i mean it, it could have been maybe there's some stuff that un- there's exercise. some stuff that indirectly utilizes your back but i wouldn't call it a back day it's just like you're incidentally when you do dips your back is helping mm-hmm. is helping you but it's not a back workout your dips are shoulders of your chest and your triceps right right and yeah i gotta say it seems really off balance to me like definitely and having like, I guess two arms days back to back does not make any sense. Um, like I, I, I guess like the, the, the ab stuff, like on leg day or whatever, like, I mean, as far as a, a pairing that, I mean, it makes that sense. works, but, but having a lot, having that much of it to do, did you say leg presses in there too? Like with everything else? Uh, it was like, I just closed up the window. I should cut that open, but it oh, was like, or- it was like squatting in a whole bunch of other, um, it, like lunges, squats, Romanian deadlift. There was leg extensions. There were single leg extensions. There was something else in there too. Like to me, that's just way too much. Um, like, I, like I'm in favor of. I'm more in favor of like when we did the the, the stuff that we did. The hundred hundred reps or more in three sets or less. I'm more mm-hmm. in favor of doing a lot of one thing than trying to get like a normal amount of a bunch of things. Like it's. <laughs> Like, if you're going to work your chest, do a lot of dumbbell press. Do a lot of inclined dumbbell. Do a lot of flies as opposed to mm-hmm. dumbbell press, flies, bench press, push-ups. Um, you know, what? It, like, you're overloading. Like, you're doing way too much when you could just do – when you could simplify it. Yeah, it, it just seems like there's a lot of, like, just – there's a lot of places for you to go in a gym. And I'm just wondering, like, why they opted for this variety instead of just like, hey, dude, like, you know, belt out like a higher reps and stuff like that. You know, it's it's just you're it seems like a little like tasking or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, to have all these different stops and all that stuff. And especially if you could do some consolidation too, like you're just, you know, for for Michael B. Jordan, it's great. But for me, like, I mean, I'm imagining like I would be in a gym for probably close to two hours with all more easily, easily two hours, you easily two hours. And like, think about like the leg day routine. And it's supposed to be like on a circuit, but like, Mm -hmm. imagine all of the stuff that you're going to occupy in your gym. If you are going from squat to Romanian deadlift to lunges to everything else, like you're occupying a whole bunch of shit in the gym. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's not practical unless you have the gym to yourself. 
Yeah, that's true, dude. Definitely. Yeah. I'm, I gotta say like, I'm glad it worked for him, but that's something that like, I, I know for a fact, like I, I wouldn't be able to do. It just doesn't match any kind of workout lifestyle that I'm trying to lead. And yet there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, devoting two hours to your, uh, your physical health here. But like, I don't know, man, it just, that just seems like a lot. It really does. It's a lot. Um, again, like I, I would prefer to like, so this is, this is how I changed it. I already said, like I basically combined the, the chest and back elements from two days, put them into one day. And I did, for the most part, I followed along with like the th- with the rep scheme that was generally three by twelve, or in a couple cases there was like a ten eight. There's like a uh, you count down. You do ten eight nine. You know ten nine eight seven six five whatever down to whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I generally went along with the rep scheme, but for the most part, like I realized by the time I combined the elements and I, after I did the regular rep scheme, like I did um, for incline dumbbells, I did the three by twelve, and I got done, and I'm like, well, I have a lot more in the tank. So yeah. I guess I'm going to do another set heavier and just see how many I can get to. So I finished. Mm-hmm. So after I did, you know, I did a, a couple of warm up sets and then I, I went, um, I went, uh, where'd it go? I went 80, 90, hundreds of 12. And then I was like, well, okay. <laughs> like, I'm, I, like if I stop now, I know I didn't get enough in. So I just grabbed the hundreds again. And I think I hit him for 18 or something like that for like the final set. Yeah. And I'm just, I, I realized by the time I, I got towards the end of the workout, I was adding more, adding more reps, adding an extra set here or there. Um, There's a couple of changes I had to make, but basically like it wasn't the Michael, Michael B. Jordan Creed routine anymore. It was my interpretation of the Michael B. Jordan Creed routine. So, yeah, yeah. so like, again, like I don't think, I don't think the celebrity, this is where I'll come down on it here. I don't think the celebrity workouts are like a bad thing whatsoever. I mean, if it gets you up and gets you, you moving, that's great. But like, they're not gospel. They're you know they're not workout gospel. They're crafted for a very particular purpose. Um, and then they're being you know they're being. Don't think for a second that Chris Hemsworth doesn't get doesn't get paid money by Men's Health to mm-hmm. to appear in that magazine and endorse a particular workout. Don't remember that too. Um, right. So that's a part of it. But basically, like, you know, try it out and then like, then think about like, okay, is this something I want to do every day? If it is, how, what adjustments do you have to make to it? At some point in time, you're just going to either advance out of some of these workouts or like I think in the case of the the Creed routine, you're going to go, this is too much right now um, for what yeah. I want to get done. Unless, mm-hmm. again, unless you have a movie shoot coming up and you got to get ready in like three months. Right. Yeah, exactly, dude. Definitely. You make a great point about everything with the gospel and stuff there. It's totally not. And like, yeah, I mean, people really do have to remember about the the payments and endorsements and all that kind of stuff that go into this sort of stuff, too, dude. And like, yeah, if you're um, if you're around Hollywood and your whole job, like, uh, you know, just sit around and work out, have fun. But if you're, you know, somebody like mad myself, a little bit more regular dudes, this probably not the way to go. No, no, I, I wouldn't. Definitely not. And again, and just like the last last word here on this, at least for me, they're the reason why these guys are so ripped too is because they're really fucking thin. They don't eat. Yeah, <laughs> keep that in mind too. Yeah, that's right. Believe me, I I'm not the. Uh, I have to have like fries and pizza every now and then, or I'll go crazy. <laughs> right, exactly. It, my, Michael B. Jordan talking about when he was getting in shape for Black Panther, and he was just like, "Yep," uh, he said, "It really sucked not being able to eat cheeseburgers." And like mm-hmm. have a beer anymore. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, that's you want to get that you want to get that in shape. You have that that shit has to go right off the top. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, yeah. I'm not saying goodbye to beer anytime soon. Nope, nope, no thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Let's move on to some of our spirit challenges. Um, I... I was I did not complete this, but I, I have since then, and it was just paying a stranger a compliment. And I will put the caveat here that I, this is a stranger to me, um, but like it's someone that I see at the gym on the regular. I just never met before. Yeah, um, uh, I, I, it's a younger, younger, younger dude. He's probably nineteen or twenty. He just started at my gym um, this month. Actually, just started at my gym this month. And or excuse me, in December. So he must he probably like came back like a college break or something. Um, so he's been at my gym for like almost almost two months now, and he's he is he's a big tall skinny kid. Like he's probably like six one or six two, and he's very thin. But he's he's there every single day, fucking kicking ass as hard as he can. Like there is mm-hmm. he goes not necessarily like he's doing anything reckless, but he's going balls to the wall in everything that he does. And yeah. more recently, like I've really noticed that. His squat form is better. His deadlift has already gone up. It's just one of those things like you notice when you see someone regularly. Um, oh yeah, you, you know, out of the corner of my eye, like all of a sudden he's, you know, he's he's pulling closer to three plates on deadlift, and I thought like, oh, okay, so this is like, you know, this is like eight weeks of progress or so. Um, this kid's put you know close to ninety or hundred pounds on his deadlift. His squat looks better. His bench looks better. I don't think is I don't think those have like dramatically shifted up, but he certainly looks more confident when he's working out and doing those movements. So yeah. Just, just, uh, was it on Monday? No, it was on Tuesday. I just walked over and gave him a little dap and was just like, dude, you're making like some really killer progress here. Like, don't just keep what, you know, whatever you're doing is working, just keep at it. And like, you're going to get stronger and stronger. And I could immediately tell that that was like, cause I remember the first time a really big dude in my gym gave me a compliment. Um, when I used to work out at old worlds in Macedonia. Oh yeah. And <laughs> some huge, huge MF on steroids came over and complimented me uh, when I was doing like shoulder press or something. And that like really fucking made my day. And I'm, I can, I could tell that I also made this kid's day. Cause like I, you know, I did notice that his, I'm one of the people that noticed that his hard work was paying off. Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. Give a guy a little bit of gym motivation for sure. It, it makes, I'm telling you, man, like it, the, the gym experience can be ruined by people who, not that I've never really encountered anyone that's like an open dickhead, but like mm-hmm. certainly I've, I've certainly there are just dickheads at gyms that I've worked out at. Oh, but yeah. like if you have a positive experience at a gym, it is you are much more likely to keep coming back and doing all the work. Much more likely. Yeah. Oh, easily, man. Without a doubt. Like the Tremont Athletic Club that I used to go to, like they're like all about like the positivity and stuff. And while they're not like going around like, Hey man, great bench, you know, but like the fact you go into a place that's warm and like, you know, people like give a shit and stuff, it really makes you want to come back. Oh, 100%, 100%. All right. Um, so how about, uh, our random acts of kindness here? Okay. So the, uh, random act of kindness, let me make sure I'll get to my section of the outline. Okay. Uh, okay, I am. Um, okay, so uh, let's see here. Yes, my simple act of kindness. Simple okay, act so of I kindness. did. Simple act of yeah, kindness. yeah. So this was exactly what I said I was going to do. I was going to shark out the fucking grocery store and just <laughs> wait for somebody to uh, <laughs> to need help getting something down off of the top shelf, which um, I will tell you didn't really require a lot of sharking. And I um, just helped a uh, older dude out getting some honey off of the top shelf, believe it or not. He was not able to reach it. And it took all of 10 seconds, said smile, 
thank me through the mask. You know, you could see the the, the cheeks and everything like oh, yeah, that yeah. in the mask. And we went about our day. I don't even think I saw him in the store after that. So that was my simple act of kindness. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I, Chema, I blew my chance. Um, okay. I, and I, I literally, and I really haven't had a chance since then. Um, mm-hmm. I was at the store on Saturday and I was kind of, kind of doing the same thing. I was just kind of looking around to see if people needed help with anything and nothing was like really pre- presenting itself. Yes. Right as I was getting in, in line, right as I was getting up to check out in line, a woman behind me dropped her, um, dropped her like purse and like her fucking checkbook and all kinds of shit went flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Literally as I was like starting to ring stuff up and about ready to pay. And yeah. I'm standing there. There's like six people behind me. And I look over at this woman and I'm like, ah, go, yeah. go, go help her. And then I look over all the people. And I'm like, oh, but I'm about, literally about to leave. Um, yeah. I, uh, and then right as I was about ready to walk over, you know, hand the hand the cashier my card and walk over, someone else swooped in, and I was just like, you, oh, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, Damn. why? If that if that would have happened like twenty seconds earlier, as like the guy in front mm-hmm. of me was checking out, like easy peasy, Easily. that would have been fucking yeah. done. But like literally, as I was about ready to pay and walk out, I'm like, "Oh no, no!" So I I blew my chance, so I haven't done it yet. But like, rest assured, I'm going to help out someone with something. It it is yeah. coming. Oh, definitely, dude. Yeah, that, I'm telling you, it's imagine being angry at somebody for helping somebody. Else. I, I was, was gonna help out there. that person, you fucking dick. <laughs> I was I seriously was for a minute there, not like really that mad, but it was just like one of those like God, fuck, like right. like lady, uh, whatever. It does, but whatever. I mean, the intention, the intent was there, and mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. I mean, I do like. I do things like that all the time. So it's not like it's, um, it's not like I've missed my chance to be kind, but I definitely want to, uh, I definitely am going to make more of a concerted effort to like keep my eyes peeled for the next time that happens. Yeah. That is, I, I would be livid. Like I did. Somebody would actually ask me what's going on. I would tell them, like, yeah, I got to help somebody randomly. And that fucking asshole just took my opportunity to help somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It happens. It happens. Like, God damn it. I'm trying to be nice. Quit fucking up my, my chance to be nice. But right. <laughs> it happens. So, like, I mean, what are you going to do? So we'll see. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's, like I said, it, it's something that I'll, I'll get done much sooner rather than later. But just my most recent chance at it, I, I fucking blew it. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Oh, that's funny. Um, our next our next spirit one was uh, share a photo that makes you happy. So this will be just, you know, we're, we'll put this obviously up, uh, you know, up on social media. But um you know, so like, give us like as best you can a description of, of like what the photo is, and then like why why you're picking it. Okay, it's another one of our engagement photos. It's a little bit more professional than the one of Jess acting like she's flicking off the camera with the the ring and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> so it, it's another one of those. It's a it's a good one. I like it. I have it. Um, I just I I just happen to have loved that photo so much. Um, out of my engagement photo ranking that I have, that was the first one that went out. So it'll be another one of those. Very nice. Very nice. Um, I went with, I went with one of the last photos that I have with, uh, with my little buddy, Lester, uh, my dog that passed away oh. last year, or actually now almost two years ago during the, you know, during the, at the, during the pandemic. Um, and it's, it encapsulates, it encapsulates his entire life kind of in one picture. He mm-hmm. is, he was deathly afraid of cameras because yeah. one time when he was a puppy, I took a picture of him and my flash went off and yeah. it freaked him out. And every single time, all I have to do was just show him my phone 
and mm-hmm. it didn't matter what kind of phone I had. It, he, it didn't actually have to be a phone. It just had to be like a small square object. If I just showed it to him, he he would like look at it and just like kind of not really run away, but he would just like turn around and walk the other direction because he thought right. that I was going to flash him. <laughs> so it's this picture of us like I'm I'm lying down I'm, I'm lying down in bed with him, and I'm I'm you know doing the selfie with him, and he is looking away. His eyes are turned towards the camera, and he's looking away as hard as he can, just like. <laughs> Like what? He's like, you better fucking take this as fast as you can. And I'm looking at him like, come on, Lester. Like, and like my thought literally was like, I really would like to get a good picture of you before you die once in your fucking mm-hmm. little life. And sure enough, like that's, that's like the best I could do at that point in time. So it, it's, I love looking at that picture cause it is just very, very Lester. Yeah. It's an adorable ass dog, dude. That dog was really fucking cute and everything. I'm glad you got to get like that one defining photo of you. Oh, it's great. It's a great picture. So I can't wait to put that one up. Yeah. Um, let's, let's roll right into it. Uh, since you mentioned it, uh, our community challenges, uh, uh we're going to be donating. So, um, what's your, what's your update on this? Okay. So we're just going to be donating 30, but I used the $30 thing from the Amazon. It's just like the, the okay. threshold. Uh, I'm going to be donating 30 bucks to the LA food bank. And I also have, um, a clothing donation to make to Goodwill that I've been oh, nice. like kind of just assembling throughout the, uh, the mm-hmm. holiday season. Not very nice, very nice. The clothing stuff is I don't suppose real randomly I don't suppose you have any you have any suits that don't fit you. Okay. I'm glad you brought this up. Oh. I did have one that didn't fit me a while ago and I had donated it before I moved to California to a organization that gives suits to like homeless dudes so they can go on job interviews Perfect. and stuff. Perfect. Yeah. That's what I that's what I was gonna say. If you had anything like that, like obviously giving it to goodwill or or you know, whatever is, is totally fine. But like I, I did the same thing with some old suits mm-hmm. that I had. Like those, that's better than throwing it to Goodwill than having like some a hole buy it for prom, yeah, you know, for yeah. like twenty bucks. Like I'd rather go to someone that like really needs it for a purpose. Yeah, there was a lawyer at my old firm that was getting involved with an organization. So I, I there was the suit that I wore to a homecoming, and uh, it was I, a lot bit lot bigger on me. Um, you know, now or back then than it was when I was in school. So right. that was one that I'm like, I had no problem. It's actually really nice too. It's like black with like these blue pinstripes and everything. So mm. I'm hoping it found a great home. I, I bet it did. I bet it did. Very nice. Like it. Um, I am donating to uh, both. I'm, don- I'm doing the same thing. Doing, I'm donating both to Habitat for, Habitat for Humanity, Summit County and okay. the Akron Canton Regional Food Bank. Um, nice. I'm, I'm doing 50 bucks to each. And, um, specifically, uh, like they give you, like when you do Habitat for Humanity, they give you like, um, a guide for like what your donation is going to, you know, you don't have to donate 50, but like they give you a guide for like 10 bucks is this, five bucks is this, 50 is this, hundreds this, like a hundred dollars pays for like a tub or something and 75 bucks pays for a window. So like 50 bucks pays for like a low flow toilet in a house. Um, so like, so I'm doing that. Um, and, and also, like they, um, they just recently built a house in, I, I don't know, they, re- I think it was in, I thought it was in Canton, but maybe it was somewhere in, in, in Summit County, but I thought it was in Canton. They built a, um, a uh, like a zero emission smart house, recently. So like it's, it's like it's all like it actually creates more energy than it uses. Um, oh wow! So this is like one of those things that like I absolutely want to donate to as well if if those are the kind of houses that we're going to be building in the future it's very much two birds with one stone 
Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, dude. That's really cool, actually. Like I, the the fact that you're donating to that and this um, zero emission house and stuff. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's ex- excellent. And then um, fifty bucks for the Akron um, Canton Regional Food Bank. Um, people don't realize like how far your money stretches when you donate to a food bank. So mm-hmm. fifty bucks is two hundred meals. I mean, it's Ooh, wow. It's it's four to one for your dollar. And I'm and actually I remember that um, from when we used to do food drive uh, back in college. So like literally just 10 bucks is 40 meals, which is, you know, depending on depending on the food bank and like how much they actually get used. That could be like an entire morning's meals for, mm-hmm. you know, for, for the people that use it. So like, yeah, th- you know, that's just 10 bucks. So I felt like 50 getting to that 200 threshold. That seemed like a that seemed like a good uh, a good place right there. That's a really good place to be at for sure. Definitely. Nice, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Really excited for that. Um, so, and then, oh, and then, uh, your volunteering, your volunteering challenge. What do you have like any better idea at this point? I have nothing. Like I'm, I'm literally leaning in towards like something involving cleaning up the beach or I don't want to do anything with animals because I'm going to fucking want to take all of these animals home. Oh like, yeah, dude, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not the type of person that should be in shelters or pet stores or anything like that. So <laughs> I, I need to, um, I need to like do something like, like a beach cleanup is like my number one choice. And then like, as the, um, you know, we get out of our winter and I put that in quotes in California, um, some more like outdoorsy opportunity, maybe parks yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm actually kind of piggybacking off you um kind of where my head is right now simply because like so like I, as as you well know and I don't know how many if, we've, if I've mentioned it before on here but like I go out every weekend and do some kind of hiking activity. Um you know, does it like whether it's in the national park here or like I I'll even like go to Pittsburgh Pittsburgh area down to West Virginia or whatever every now and then and and do something and do some hiking in, in those areas for a little change of pace. Um but like because the Cuyahoga Valley National Park sits, you know, right around, you know, it sits all around the Cuyahoga River and some, you know, tributaries and creeks and stuff. Um, I see a shit ton of trash mm-hmm. floating, um, floating around. So like I'm whether or not it's whether or not it's even like an, in an organized fashion, like through a volunteer group or not, I might just go out on one of my hikes one day and, you know, with like a with a fucking pointy stick and a bat trash bag. And just go up and down the creeks for a couple hours and pick up all the trash I see because it is a lot. Oh, that's not a bad idea, dude. Like I, I really like that. And you know, you're you're still going out there and kicking some ass and everything, and you're doing it on your own, which is like, you know, I almost feel that that's like, it's almost like a little bit cooler than doing it through an organization, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't mind. I certainly wouldn't mind doing it through an organization, but like, there's, they're probably not going to be in the same spots that like where I see all this trash and stuff. So, right. you know, and it, again, like it's, it, you know, we'll see like that my mind might change on that, but it's something I could, that's, I could, I don't know why I'm not doing, well, I know why I'm not doing it now. Like it's less water flow. There's just not as much trash and a lot of it because it's fucking, we're covered in snow right now and it's five degrees outside. Like you can't see a right. lot of it. So it, it will be come spring when we get a little more rain, that's when you'll see mm-hmm. the trash and stuff pick up. And that'll be probably a little bit better time uh, to go out and, and do some of that cleaning. Oh yeah, when all those creeks and frozen rivers become raging fucking white water things from all the snow melting and stuff, oh, there will be trash. Oh, oh yes. yes, tons of it, tons of it. It's, that's that was really one of the most distressing things um, that I noticed that I noticed during during the pandemic. Um, you know, the the amount of trash that increased simply because there's more people um, in the various parks. 
but also mm-hmm. like more people at home using stuff, throwing it out, um, throwing it wherever, and it just fucking ends up it ends up everywhere, dude. It's fucking everywhere, as you well know, yeah. uh, on the mm-hmm. beaches there in California, it's everywhere. Oh my god, yeah, dude, and especially like in the spring when like you know there's something about that particular time in the spring where there's more trash and like, yeah, that would actually like probably six weeks from now, that would be like prime trash picking up time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Last thing here. Um, the food challenge. Um, we kind of really didn't have, we didn't have an exact like sort of thing nailed down here, but you told me offline that this is something you're going to end up completing later. Correct. Yeah. So like I have, what I have here is, um, as far as a unique restaurant goes, I'm definitely going to a very unique restaurant. And for me, it's going to be way unique because it's my first ever Michelin star restaurant that I've ever attended. Ooh, very so, nice. Yeah, so doing that on Sunday. Um, so I have two days in there to like, I, I said, like I looked at Taco Bell's website, like that, that that is the closest thing to me. They have like nothing new that really caught my eye. I, I can't right. even think if they have anything new, This uh, at least like on their website. So um I have this like little bit. So no matter what, by Sunday, I will have a unique restaurant experience in terms of the fast food stuff. I um, I'm waiting. I'm still waiting for them to like come out with. I just haven't seen anything like I have no right. fucking idea what's even out there. And like, I'll tell you, like I went to McDonald's on um, Sunday last week. This like I was like, OK, like maybe McDonald's will have something. They didn't have anything, which, um, OK, like we'll just see what happens. And I got to tell you, man, like this is something that really pisses me off about fast food because I was going to this place. Um, Jess and I were ordering Thai food and sometimes Thai food is really filling. Sometimes it's not filling. Mm-hmm. I was predicting it being not filling. So I'm like, yeah, let me go to McDonald's and get a double cheeseburger and stuff. So I get a double cheeseburger. It's probably the best McDonald's double cheeseburger I've had in so fucking long. And I'm like, why did I burn this on this one double fucking cheeseburger? <laughs> <laughs> like okay, the next time I go to McDonald's, will it be that good? Probably Pro- not. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, I hate when hate when that happens. <laughs> oh, for sure. For there is when you are when you are um, when you're like when you're popping that fast food bubble during the week. Um, I, I basically just do it like once a week, sometimes less, usually less. Um, it's really annoying when it's like, all right, first time you get fast food in a couple of weeks, and then it's just like, then mm. it's yeah. it's just like fuck. I might as well just not have done this. I know. I go through the same thing, dude. I I am a, like a once a week, maybe once every two weeks guaranteed, you know, but like once a week, maybe. Mm-hmm. And there are times where I'm sitting in that drive through and I'm like, I haven't had a chalupa in forever. I haven't had fries from KFC in so long. And like when I get it and it's just bad and I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like I could have just went to like Chipotle or something. I could have did anything else, but yeah. I went here and it sucked. Yep. Yep, it's yeah, that's fast food for you. Um, so I actually, speaking of which, I actually did a fast food. Um, I, I did have the time uh, on Tuesday to do some food related stuff, and mm-hmm. since we, you know, since I really couldn't, I was kind of pressed for time. But we mentioned it. I've it, we mentioned it before in the first episode. Um, I finally did one of the faux meats at a fast food restaurant. Um, oh, nice! I did Beyond Beyond's KFC nuggets. Um, and so for comparison, I got like two tenders as well for comparison's okay. sake. And yeah. the texture is different. looks a little bit different when like you, when you cut it open or bite it open. Mm-hmm. But like Chema, I could not taste the difference at all. Like if nice. you, if you told me that these were just chicken nuggets and that, that was it, that's where you left it at. I would not mm-hmm. know that they were, that they were made out of 
I think they're like a, like a pea based um, plant protein. So like I I could not tell the difference, and obviously it helps that like they're using like the regular, um, you know, the regular KFC batter, um, you know, mm-hmm. and frying process and everything for it. So it does. So the so the breading tastes like it, but like texture was just a little bit different, but the taste was there. It really tasted basically exactly like their chicken. Very nice. That's great to hear. I love that stuff. I'd like, I will be trying this at some point in time. Cause that's, that's really good news, dude. I love, you know, is this going to be something that I do all the time? No, but like, I love knowing that this kind of shit at least tastes good. And there's little difference between the two, man. Cause that's how you get people on this stuff. Like we mm-hmm. talked about the last time around, we're like, you know, Hey, like in 50 years when like, you know, chicken nuggets, um, like real chicken nuggets for a nine piece are $45. So like, cause there's not that <laughs> right. many chickens like this kind of stuff. Like th- this is the future, like whether we all want to, you know, accept it or not, like this plant protein stuff, like in a hundred years is going to be something that is way more common than it is now. Yep. Yep. It's going to be way more common. It's going to be, like you said, it's going to be a lot cheaper. Um, mm-hmm. like factory farming is, the way factory farming is now, it's just like unsustainable on a long scale. We might not have to necessarily worry about it, but you know the generations that have that are being born or, or you know are much younger than us right now probably will. You know, a steak's going to be through the roof because like the farms have have poisoned have, our factory farms have poisoned the water supplies and everything else. So it's going to be hard to mm-hmm. raise a, you know a million cattle. So yeah, um, yeah. So like the plant. Not only that, like if if you if you want to go. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, this isn't like in terms of like going plant-based, probably not the, the best way to do this. But like mm-hmm. if you are someone who is trying to go like vegetarian and, you know, or like chiefly stay vegetarian, but you still want that like indulgence meal, this is definitely the way to go. Like if, if, if I was mostly vegetarian and I still wanted that, like that fried food feeling, dude, these, these would definitely hit the spot. Fuck yeah. I'm really happy to hear that. That's great news. Way to go KFC. I'm telling you, because there's something about KFC in recent years where it is just, it's made like kind of like a, a almost like a comeback to me. And, not, and I'm not saying that just because of proximity it being the closest to my house, but like they've done a lot of like really cool things that I feel taste pretty damn good. It's, it's, it's since I, I worked there when I was in high school and college and it's definitely, um, you know, obviously they kept their staple stuff, you know, the, 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 the extra crispy meals and everything else. But like they definitely have more a significantly better variety of other things that you can mm-hmm. order. So like yeah, for sure it, it's it's um yeah I I enjoy KFC. Oh, and that's what I was gonna go with that. Their I think their chicken sandwich is right there with Popeyes. Like they're nice. neck and neck. Oh, very nice. I mean, that's something that I have to try because uh, every time I go, I've been taking advantage of the fact they have the Nashville hot tenders, which is oh, so good. It's, it's, it's like a sort of a rotating item out here, which doesn't make any sense. But like the day that um, th- like there'll just be one of these days where I splurge on one of those sandwiches, dude, because it does look pretty damn delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So we'll just wrap up here real quick. Um, so how, how did you feel about this month overall? Oh, I, I absolutely love doing this kind of stuff, man. I thought this was fucking great. This is a really cool way and a, a really different way to start off like the year in terms of podcasting, you know, at least, like for us anyway, you know, like yeah. I, I think um, there's stuff to talk about in the world and everything. Some of it's good. There's a, definitely a lot of weird, crazy, bad shit out there that's happening and that could potentially happen. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I get this is a good way to start off on like a positive note. You know what I'm saying? I think so. like, exp- especially in comparison to last year where, 
you know, we had like freaking like insurrection shit going on and stuff like that. <laughs> like the right in, right off in at week number one and stuff. Yep. So, and like, so we, we did an episode like about that and some of the other stuff too. And I just like, man, this is just a really good positive way to start off the year. Exactly. Um, yeah. Last year, what a, what a dour where we were coming out of the pandemic and out of it. That's actually laughable to say now because it's still ongoing. Um, but you know, we were coming out of at that point in time, the worst of the pandemic. And then we have the insurrection. It was just a very dour way to start mm-hmm. the year. So I am, I am excited. I am glad that we got to like kind of expand our minds and, and bodies a little bit and try something different. It was definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Like, God, I just remember like, you know, starting the new year with that shot of optimism and that just went right out the fucking window. Yep. Yep. (laughs) At least all those people are now starting to go to jail. That's good. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's hope. Let's do justice. Everybody just get to work, keep on working and do whatever you can because you may not have a lot of time to do it. Yeah. Um, So is there any challenge that you would uh, like to tweak and try again or, you know, just kind of do like a different form of. Okay. It would be the celebrity fitness thing. Like I, I, I'm interested in a multi-day workout situation, just the way that everything kind of fell with the challenge and stuff. I didn't want to drop into a fresh, like celebrity workout situation knowing I had to do the challenge too. So, right. um, cause a lot of the, the challenge stuff I did as fresh as humanly possible with the exception Correct. of the, the yeah. tricep and tricep exercise. <laughs> um, so that is going to be something that, um, that I will definitely continue to like look into and things like the, um, the, you know, the Chris Hemsworth, like little body weight workout or somebody's finisher, somebody's like, you know, uh, curl routine or something like there's, those are not going to be stopped from being posted on the internet anytime soon. So like, there's just, there's just a lot of like cool, like different things to do in that realm. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I, I'm actually, I I agree with you on that. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll co-sign that and say that, I don't know if we ever do this again in some capacity, we got to try to do the same workout to see, to, you know, to like compare notes, but you know, like it's totally fine. the, The way it worked out, I think in general, Um, but, um, but I agree with you there. And then I would, in the same, in the same vein here, I would like to go back and straighten out our food challenge. So we either had the same dining, so we had the same dining experience so we could compare and contrast notes on be it a KFC beyond nugget or whatever else it was. Yeah. Without a doubt, dude. Definitely. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested. I might go try that shit tonight. (laughs) I, you know what? I mean, and here's, and here's the thing, like before anyone gets like too jacked up about like replacing their, their daily KFC intake with beyond nuggets, they're not any better for you. I mean, they're like, they're slightly better for you, but they're still covered in batter and deep fried in oil. Like they're right. Like and then you add fries and like a, if you don't add it, you know, if you add a, a regular soda to it, you're getting the same caloric experience that you would <laughs> with, with the chicken. But it's so like it, it, in terms of that, you're not like getting anything necessarily healthier. You're just getting stuff right. that's healthier and more sustainable for both the restaurants and, uh, you know, humanity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good thing that you mentioned that, too, because I think that a lot of people are still I, I don't necessarily think that people outright believe that, oh, my God, this is so much healthier. But I think that a lot of people are like leaning in the way that like, oh, man, well, like I can go to KFC after I work out now. It's plant based protein. The frying parts, (laughs) the the frying parts, not that bad. (laughs) Never mind that it adds so much fat and so many calories to the whole process. (laughs) But whatever. Yeah, no, it it, it, like 
and that's not like that's not the aim of these like faux meat products isn't to like be health no i shouldn't say some of them are trying to be healthier but most of them are just trying to make it more sustainable that that's what it's Mm -hmm. about right of course um what was your what was your favorite part of this month Oh, I love buying dumb shit off Amazon. So this consumerism <laughs> challenge, like, yeah, that was great. And it actually, it did bring me to something that I wanted to um, to do a house cleaning thing on. So we were talking about Ned Flanders being well endowed last time yeah. uh, on the podcast. So Jess and I did some thorough research into the subject, as ones tend to do in these situations. Of course. And uh, um, so... It, there's an episode where Homer is making a like a video dating tape for Ned after Maud had passed away, mm-hmm. and and Homer pixelates a giant dong on Ned like in the shower and stuff. So that's where it comes ah, from. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So like I don't I don't know if there's anything in the canon about the actual like you know kind of situation down there, but like in terms of everybody's assumption that Ned is hung is because of this pixelated thing that Homer did. Okay. I'm glad you, I'm glad that you got some of the research done via, you know, via watching the Simpsons. Cause like, I really don't want to Google that. Yeah. At no, all. Yeah. No, this is something Jess and I were just was more than happy to explain to me because I guess inside the Simpsons community, there's a little bit of like a Mandela effect with this whole thing. Oh, I'm sure. Cause will... there's so many episodes and there's, mm-hmm. Yeah, things that get incorrectly attributed to, to The Simpsons, of course. Yeah, and we actually were talking. She's like, yeah, I, she's like, I was asked her, I was like, have you watched anything, like, you know, recently? And she says to me, she's like, I don't even watch anything past, like, 1998. So I was like, okay, great. All right, we're, we're in the same boat on this, yes. <laughs> right, right. All right, well, that's, that's, that's good to know, that at least there's the idea. There's a potential idea that Ned Flanders is hung, and I don't need mm-hmm. to go search this on the internet. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I'm I'm with you on the. I, oh, I forgot. To, I got. I'm I'm gonna take a picture for you literally when we get done here of, of my Amazon purchase. But um, yeah, like that was a lot of fun, and I I I really actually enjoyed going through. Again, I'm I'm a fucking nerd. So like when we did like all of our mind challenges, um, you know, mm-hmm. like I, you're right. Like I totally I've totally forgot the Twinsburg is the only Twinsburg in the world. Um, that. You know, I actually, I really enjoyed sort of trying to, again, I really should have picked a less visual sort of example for the, for the party fact, but like trying to explain it, having to explain like how a mirror actually works is actually kind of counterintuitive to how like we think a mirror works. Mm-hmm. Um, like I just, I enjoy digging into like the, the, I enjoy getting into like the little um, nitty gritty, the intricacies of those kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. I got you, dude. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. That was really fucking that was really, uh, you know, kind of a really interesting fact that just kind of I did not expect that. That's all. That was really good stuff. How about um, how about something you're going to stick with? I'm doing the easily the 100 reps challenge, 100 percent, dude. I will find a way to make either the bicep and tricep part like a regular thing, and you know, even with the the bench and like the rowing part to incorporate that at least at least once a month going forward for sure. I, I think that would be the best way to do it is sort of make it like. Make it some kind of a monthly challenge, even if it's not like a hundred mm-hmm. exactly, but like some kind of yeah. challenge where like, all right, I'm going to try to, you know, going to go balls to the wall on this, you know, at the end of the month or the, whatever. It doesn't really matter when you do it, but that's kind of when I do stuff like that, that's kind of how I position it. It's just sort of mm-hmm. like I'll, I'll do a week where like, I'm like, all right, so you're going to you're going to pick up those 65 pound dumbbells 
and you're going to try to get as many as you can for you know however many sets you're going to do. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I'm telling you, I loved it. Just a really awesome kind of new addition and stuff with all the high reps and everything. Th- that's something that I feel should be like incorporated into everybody's workout in some way, shape, or form. I I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, and I, I as I said before, I'm I'm definitely the stretching is something I'm definitely going to stick with, but I'm I'm definitely I I need to get more com- more committed to community oriented work be it donations mm-hmm. or volunteering. Like I really think I need to do that more than I, than I currently do, which is to say not much at all. So. Yeah. Oh, I'm the same way. This is something that I could be a lot more involved in without a doubt. Anything that you are not going to stick with. Okay. So I'd have to say it's going to be being kind to people. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Those fucking no, jerks. Fuck them. Yeah. No, like the one thing, like I said before, it's this specific um, celebrity workout of, of Yaya Abdul-Mateen the seconds. Like I, I thought this was a really cool thing to explore, but this is something that as a collective workout, I don't think that I'm going to be doing again, but I will be borrowing things from it to put into my workouts going forward. And I basically had the same thing that the, the celebrity fitness thing is totally fine. I just don't see it as being like a sustainable way to continue working out. Um, Mm -hmm. Like it just like, Again, if you for some reason needed to cram all your fitness into something into a short period of time, this is a way to sort of to kind of cheat that a little bit. But like the idea behind the idea behind getting a gym membership isn't to like get ready for like not just to get ready for beach season. I mean, sure, you can you can kind of work out once, you know, February and March hit. You can kind of work out a little bit more to prepare for it. But the idea is that you're going to go every single day or, you know, Mm -hmm. several times a week. And like that's now a lifestyle, and right. the celebrity fitness stuff is not really lifestyle lifestyle compatible. I'd say. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it, dude. The celebrity workout thing is the just for beach season type thing, you know. Where yeah. is when you do go to the gym, like the lifestyle part of it is, I think, is like almost central to the whole thing. Like you need to do this stuff over and over again, and you need to stick with it. Like there's no miracle where you're just going to wake up and be shredded. I mean, you, you may kill it at the gym one day and then you may think you're going to wake up and be like, all right, man, that's the day I'm going to, tomorrow I'm going to have a six pack. The answer is no, you know, you still have to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and making it a part of your life is the only way to really make it enjoyable. Exactly. And, and this is what I, I tell people who are newer to working out that you need to make like a legitimate 12 week commitment to anything. Mm-hmm. Because, like, sure, like, there's some small things you'll notice, even in the first, like, couple of weeks. Like, you'll, uh, you know, like, if you if you really started, like, benching and and squatting for the first time um, in a couple of weeks, you'll put on a t-shirt and it'll it'll fit just a little bit differently. Or, mm-hmm. or, or, like, a pair of pants will fit just a little bit differently, but nothing drastic. But you will, you will visibly notice things if you stick with it. You will visibly notice things at the end of three months, at the end of 12 weeks. You will visibly see muscles protruding out of your arms you'll see weight loss you know up around your neck and shoulders weight loss around um especially like around your hips you'll see some of it if you stick with it yeah without a doubt like that's the key here is sticking with it and stuff and when i was younger like i thought it was supposed to just happen right away and stuff and like that did not do a lot for my physique and everything so this is something like sticking with it is vital to it working yep 
Absolutely. Um, that's it, Chema. We ran a half hour long on our mini-sode. It's just a regular episode at this point. Um, <laughs> but totally fine. Um, anything else? Any, any any final thoughts here? I do not. I somehow managed to work the Ned, Ned Flanders dong thing into the conversation. So that's I'm good, man. That was my, that was going to be my final thought. <laughs> Perfect. Um, uh, oh, want to give a, just a quick preview of what we're going to be jumping into in February? All right, definitely. So everybody, next month is going to be factual February. It is the next theme out of our 2022 themed year. And we're going to be kicking off the um, month with a discussion about the facts in action movies. And um, we're going to, Matt will have an episode after, you know, after this, just like we talked about with the format. And the whole thing is going to be rooted in facts. So uh, I hope you all are willing to, you know, listen and maybe let some of your beliefs be challenged, because I will tell you, it's definitely not some of those actors making those stunts and doing all those tricks. So if you uh, have this thing against facts, you might want to listen to um, one of those QAnon guys next month. There you go. I am. I can just have after having gone through the outline, I'm really excited for it. And I don't want to spoil the title here, but I love the fucking title. So fantastic. Nice. I'm, I'm very pumped for it. Very, very nice. Yeah, I love the title myself. And believe me, I went through two different titles, I think, before that. And I'm like, this is the one. Like, yep. Don't even try. Don't you even know, try you know when you hit it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Chumba, you want to lead us out of here? I definitely will. Everybody out there, thank you very much for tuning into the follow-up episode of the January Unknown Challenge on the Occasionalist Podcast. Adam Chemalewski and Matthew Pagel, we are wishing you both the best. Go find us, download us, stream us, and we will see you next episode. Thank you.